Saturday with Colm Mungon on RTE Radio 1. Hello again. Now on Tuesday, the EU's Environmental Committee will make a second attempt to pass the Nature Restoration Law, which if passed would oblige all member states to come up with a national plan to restore ecosystem and habitats through practices like particularly getting the publicity in Ireland, the re-wetting of land. The law narrowly survived its last outing at the EU Parliament's Environment Committee after an attempt was made by the European People's Party to scrap it altogether. Martin Hayden Finnegale is a member of the EPP. Will your colleagues support it this time round? So there's a, a, part of the reason there's been so much confusion about this is because there's a number of different proposals from dis- different elements a, in Europe. There's the Council who signed off on their agreement, which is our agreed state position now from, from last week. Um, the Environment Committee doesn't have any um, Fine Gael MEPs on it. They'll be the ones meeting next Tuesday that will agree their position that will then go forward to be the Parliament's, uh, to be discussed fully in Parliament um, at that stage. But the fact is there's been very different uh, positions here and Fine Gael has t- taken an approach Do we want a common sense approach for this that um, delivers, uh, you know, obviously f- delivers for nature but also delivers and is implementable um, and, and that is really, really... Is there an element of delivering for the EPP in advance of a European election not wanting, about delivering votes for your group within the European Parliament as opposed to delivering on climate change because Manfred Weber coming from Bavaria uh, as as he does is dependent on farmers votes in his constituency No this is about making sure that any law that is implemented and brought forward by Europe has enough flexibility to take account of individual member states different environments but also allowing for the fact that there's a number of tests any such law needs to pass and it needs to be to be sensible and implementable and implementable is a key part of this uh, and like one is it can't run contrary to other national and European objectives such as food production which is actually a really important element a second thing is that the state has to be able to lead on it which is something that we've fought for that flexibility and by that we mean state land should be first um, uh, to be used here uh, and that anything outside the state lands will be voluntary All right. and that's really important and we've, we've got those concessions Owen O'Brien your party had uh, your party's group in the European Parliament uh, had concerns about the, these proposals as well but they're over those concerns Absolutely. now what changed? Um, I suppose three particular areas uh, were of concern to ourselves and our group when the proposal uh, or the current draft was at the Agriculture Committee. One was about the need uh, uh, for private land to be voluntary. The second was adequate compensation for farmers who opt in. And the third is for far greater levels of public uh, uh, participation. They're all adequately addressed. This is a hugely important piece of legislation. And keep in mind, uh, it, it is the European Parliament and the European Council who asked the Commission to go away uh, and bring this forward. Uh, uh, we wanted to pass through the Environment Committee next week. Uh, we wanted to pass the plenary session of the Parliament because only then do you actually have the negotiation between the Council, the Commission uh, uh, and uh, uh, the Parliament or the detail of it. Given the level of biodiversity loss uh, and the biodiversity crisis, not just in rural Ireland but also in urban Ireland, we have to do far more to address that and therefore uh, uh, the concerns that we raised previously have been addressed uh, and we're fully supportive of right. progressing Motion further at this point. Look, the reality of this and the bottom line is that 80% of European habitats are in a very poor state and you know what we need is political leadership in relation to this not uh, parties and you know the three main parties in this country have a lot to answer for in relation to this we need leadership for farmers and we also need to ensure that politicians are not playing politics with this issue and pitting farmers against nature I mean the reality of this is that we all right across the board have to take action in respect of 
of climate. And for anybody to pretend to farmers that this won't impact them is literally leading them astray. Farmers, many, many farmers take a very progressive view on this and see that they have a key role to play just as the rest of us do. And what we need most of all in relation to this is political leadership.